Hi, I'm Hamida from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 28th of March. In case you're wondering why my voice sounds strange, please note that we at News Laundry are recording our daily dose podcast from home. So please bear with us as we get through these difficult times and bring you the best of what we have to offer. Today marked the fourth day of the country-wide lockdown that will stretch for a span of 3 weeks due to the coronavirus pandemic. The Ministry of Health and Family Welfare said that the total count of the COVID-19 cases was 873 after 149 new cases were reported in the last 24 hours. Maharashtra reported 6 new cases with the total rising to 159 while Gujarat reported 6 the total climbing to 53. The death toll was reported at 19 by the health ministry today morning after Maharashtra reported 5 deaths Gujarat reported 3 Karnataka and Madhya Pradesh reported two each and one death each was reported from Tamil Nadu, Bihar, Punjab, Delhi, West Bengal, Jammu and Kashmir and Himachal Pradesh. The Union Civil Aviation Ministry created an air cargo management group to tackle the sudden shortfall in air transport capacity due to the virus. This was done to ensure essential commodities can be transported across the country on time. The government also allowed private airlines to operate passenger planes only with cargo. The Indian Railways has converted one of its coaches into an isolation ward for coronavirus patients. Each coach can take up to 10 patients in separated bays of the non-AC coach. In the first phase, the 16 workshops of the Indian Railways will be making two rakes each. Kerala reported its first virus-related death today. The deceased, who was 69 years old and a resident of Kochi, had returned from Dubai and was admitted to Kalamasseri Medical College on March 22nd following symptoms. He later tested positive. The Kerala Chief Minister said on Friday that the state government was thinking of revealing the names of the patients after 39 new cases were reported. He said that the new cases had come in contact with several people and visited many places and therefore made the suggestion for publicizing their names. In Delhi, Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal said on Friday that he had been told to prepare for a potential stage 3 outbreak of COVID-19 in the national capital and was taking steps to handle the situation even if it will get to 1000 positive cases per day. Delhi has seen 40 positive cases so far and two deaths. Stage 3 means that there has been a community transmission of the virus and the infection cannot be traced back to either someone who traveled abroad and tested positive or someone who came in contact with a person who tested positive after hundreds of migrant workers were reported to have undertaken their journey towards their respective homes on foot following the 21 day lockdown which curtailed public transport and shut down interstate borders stranding them the up government in a statement issued today said that at least 1000 buses were arranged to carry the people back home the government urged people to stay where they are and said that all the workers would be screened for the virus It also accused the Delhi government of playing cheap politics at a time of crisis and playing with the lives of the people of this country. UP currently has 45 confirmed cases of the virus out of which 11 have been treated and discharged. Meanwhile, jailed UP doctor Kafil Khan has written a letter to Prime Minister Narendra Modi requesting him to order his release so that he can contribute in fighting against the virus. The suspended pediatrician is currently in Mathura jail. and has been charged under the National Security Act. In the letter shared on Twitter, he says that the testing strength should be increased in the district with up to 1000 isolation wards, the opening of new ICUs, and extensive training of doctors and paramedics among others. 
He was arrested after allegedly making inflammatory statements during an anti-CAA protest in Aligarh Muslim University in December last year. Tamil Nadu has reported two new cases, turning up the count to 40. Both cases, one a 42-year-old and another a 40-year-old, have a travel history from the West Indies and from the UK. Manipur police have detained 45 people over the last few days for violating norms during the ongoing lockdown. In Bengaluru, an Infosys employee was sacked and arrested by the city crime branch for a social media post urging people to go out and sneeze and spread the virus. A leading IT services firm, Infosys, responded, saying that the post was against the code of conduct and its commitment to responsible social sharing. Now, on to the global updates on the virus. Early morning today, the total count of the coronavirus cases in the US topped 104,000 according to John Hopkins' tally. Italy announced 919 new deaths, the highest number since the outbreak of the virus last year. The total count of people falling victim to this disease in Italy crossed 9,000. Spain recorded 769 new deaths in a day, bringing the total count that crossed 4,800. In China, the number of cases coming from abroad saw no change, but no new cases have been reported domestically. China's foreign ministry has said that the country is sending a plane containing medical personnel and supplies to aid Pakistan in the pandemic. Pakistan has currently more than 1,300 confirmed cases with 10 fatalities. Turkey announced stricter travel restrictions, suspending all intercity trains and limiting domestic flights. The country has reported approximately 5,600 cases with 92 fatalities. Earlier, President Erdogan called for a voluntary quarantine, wherein the people stay home and only step out for basic needs and shopping. Thailand confirmed 109 new coronavirus cases and one additional death, bringing the total to 1,245 and six deaths. The government had announced a state of emergency earlier this week and banned foreigners, closed public facilities and businesses till April 30th. 60 new cases have been recorded in Japan's capital, Tokyo. The number is a record daily increase and a week-long rise in infections in the country. The governor of Tokyo has urged residents of the capital and surrounding areas to avoid stepping out for non-urgent matters till April 2nd. Iran's president has said that the country's health infrastructure is strong and ready to cope with a possible escalation in coronavirus cases. It is among the countries worst affected by the pandemic, with more than 32,000 infections and 2,000 deaths. More than 80 UN staff members around the world have tested positive for the virus. A UN spokesman said that most of the infected staff members are in Europe, but there are also staffers in Africa, Asia, the Middle East and the United States that have the coronavirus. Dear listeners, during these trying times, it's important to remember that all of us are in it together. The lockdown has just begun, but many of us are already at the end of our tether. It's important to remember the kind of privilege we have during the lockdown, where we can still work from home and earn a living. But there are many others, like the migrant laborers who work on a day-to-day basis and don't know what's going to happen next. Read Anumeha's report on the first district of Rajasthan, Bilwada, to go into lockdown long before the country came into a standstill and how it impacted casual and contract laborers in the city. It's titled Bilwada, in India's first district to go on lockdown, workers battle hunger and uncertainty. Also read Chehek's report on Indians struggling to make ends meet in the lockdown titled If I don't work, what will happen to my kids? Meet fellow Indians who don't have the luxury of working from home. If you like the kind of work we are doing and believe in it, then subscribe to News Laundry. We are a 100% ad-free news platform. 
We believe that when the public pays, the public is served, and when the advertiser pays, the advertiser is served. The lowest subscription starts from 300 per month. Now, back to the news. One of the three Islamic State suicide attackers who stormed a Gurudwara in Kabul on Wednesday and killed 25 people is suspected to have been recruited from Kerala. According to a report by Indian Express, central intelligence agencies have identified the attacker as Muhammad Mohsin. An Islamic State magazine called Al Naba on Friday had published a picture of the suicide attackers and identified one of them as Abu Khalid Al Hindi. A day earlier, the IS-linked Amak news agency had issued a statement claiming that the attack was revenge for Kashmir. The report said that intelligence agencies were trying to find out if any of the other attackers were Indian. Former Union Minister and Samajwadi Party founding member Beni Prasad Verma died in Lucknow on Friday. He was 79. According to his son Rakesh Verma, the Rajya Sabha member was unwell for the past few days and was admitted to a private hospital in Lucknow where he died around 7 p.m. Beni Verma was a telecom minister between 1996 to 1998 in former Prime Minister H.D. Devgowda's cabinet and was the steel minister in the Congress-led government. Samajwadi Party President Akhilesh Yadav reached the hospital and condoled his death. Beni Prasad Verma is survived by three sons and two daughters. Amidst these dreadful times, here's some good news. The ozone layer of the earth has finally begun to heal. The layer is crucial in maintaining a balance of the climatic conditions. and for keeping ocean currents on par with their natural course the layer also helps in absorbing harmful uv rays of the sun how has that happened a new study gives credit to the montreal protocol a pact that was signed between various countries in 1987 the pact was created to minimize the use of ozone depleting substances the study shows how the protocol managed to reverse the jet streams or air currents which had been forced to move south owing to the hole in the ozone layer This had caused dramatic changes in climate patterns and dry spells in some parts of the world. The study also says that since the ozone layer has only now begun healing itself, countries must take more robust action to reduce the emission of ozone depleting substances in order to reduce carbon footprint. Consequently, while we're on the topic, Delhi and its neighboring cities recorded the lowest concentrations of PM10 since August 18 last year. Delhi's overall quality index at 11 a.m. stood at 40. which falls in the good category blue skies and soothing clear air there's a good side to sitting at home now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com on this week's tv nuisance manisha pandey discusses the guests invited to news channels like ramdev and sadguru and their theories on coronavirus don't forget to stream the 83rd episode and drop us a comment to let us know what you thought of it that's all for today have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from see you tomorrow All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.